Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, and Happy New Year! What a marvelous, marvelous time of year as we continue in this beauty of the Christmas season. And I want to begin the program today by sharing the reading that we are going to have this weekend as we celebrate the Solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God. How wonderful is our Catholic faith that on the very first day of the new year, we ask the intercession of Mama Mary, who is chosen by God before all time began to be the mother of the Savior. And this weekend, the readings are so absolutely beautiful to point us in that right direction of our new year. As we begin with the Old Testament reading from the book of Numbers, the Lord said to Moses, speak to Aaron and his sons and tell them, this is how you shall bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. What a perfect way to start the new year with this incredible blessing and knowing that God is pouring his abundant blessing upon us and knowing that he chose in particular a woman who would give and live the perfect yes in order to bring us the Lord Jesus Christ, born of a woman, right? Conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, born of the woman, Mary, and then he would give his life for us. And all of this as Mary's yes brought the word of God made flesh into our world, so I want to begin today with a beautiful song with Liz Owen and the beauty of her song, One Reply. You have heard, O oh virgin mild, you will bear a son, and not by man, but by the Spirit, freedom shall be Whoa! 
Now, as you might imagine, with a a feast day that is honoring our Blessed Mother, um, we're going to have a lot of merry music today. However, we are still in the Christmas season, which is only appropriate because, let's face it, Mary is one of the main figures in the Christmas season. I used to have some conversations with friends who were not of the Catholic faith, and they would ask me questions like, well, what is it with you Catholics and Mary? And I would say, well... Let me ask you this. When you set up your nativity scene at Christmas, who's in it? And they would say, well, fair enough. Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus. I'm like, okay. The only difference with us Catholics is that at the end of the Christmas season, we don't put Mary away. We keep those reminders of her around us, knowing that God chose her in such a perfect and particular way that we can certainly call her mom, not just during Christmas, but every day of the year as we ask the mother of our Savior to pray with us, asking her to intercede for us. Because who other than a mom is closest to her son? And the the beautiful song from Liz, One Reply, was written by St. Bernard of Clairvaux. And I, I love this saint. I love the way that he has written poetry about Mama Mary. But one of the other saints who dearly loves her is St. Maximilian Kolbe. And I feel like he said it right about Mary when he said, Do not worry about loving Mary too much. You will never love her as much as Christ Jesus loves her, because that's his mom. And with that in mind, let's go to our next song. This is from me, your host, Julie Carrick, Candlelight Carol. I have the images in my mind's eye as I sing this song today of being there in the stable, kneeling in front of that manger alongside of Mary in the soft candlelight as she loves her son so much, as she cares for him and places him in the manger, 
as she sings him the lullaby in the way that only a mama can do. Again, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, Candlelight Carol. How do you capture the wind on the water? How do you count all the stars in the sky?
honor Mary. We honor her because God honored her first. We love her because God gives us the perfect example of love in her. We we do respect her above all of the saints because God respects her above all of the saints. Um, and to use the term mother of God is an appropriate term. Again, there are people that can have some hangups with Mary because they somehow want to keep her on a lesser than place. And I don't understand why when God chose her so perfectly. Um, but if we go back to the year 238, you know, 238 on a piece of papyrus was found a beautiful song, actually. And I'm going to just say the name of it, the Subtuum Presidium. And the English translation of this lyric, this is one of the first songs penned about the Blessed Mother. And it's, this is the translation. We take refuge under thy protection, Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our prayers in time of necessity, but always free us from all dangers, O blessed and glorious Virgin. I mean, what a magnificent prayer and song to find about the Blessed Mother that was penned only 200 years after the life of Christ. And in that prayer, in that song, we hear the phrase, Holy Mother of God. If we believe in the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit as one God, one being, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, then we can certainly use the name Mother of God, Mother of Jesus, Mother of Grace, Mother of Love, all of the beautiful names of Mary throughout all of these centuries and, and millennium give us a great insight that she is our mother because God chose her to be the mother of Christ and our mother. So on a day like today, we want to honor her in a special way. And who better to help us do that than Kitty Cleveland? And the great love that Kitty has for Mama Mary and, uh, and her witness gives a beautiful story of coming to know Mary and in coming to know her, coming to love her and coming to love her, coming to trust in her intercession. So from Kitty Cleveland, on this day, oh beautiful mother. On this day, a beautiful mother, on this day we give thee our love. Near thee, Madonna, fondly we hover, trusting thy gentle care. Wonder from my God.
lot of wonderful talents and one of them in the last couple of years that has really become oh I'm not sure what the right word is pronounced or or shared is her beauty in the way that she creates art so if you go to Kitty Cleveland and it's just like it sounds or you can visit that link, wesingourfaith.org, and then click on Kitty Cleveland and take a look at some of the beautiful artwork. Um, she has just finished a magnificent image that includes Our Lady of Guadalupe and uh, just the beauty of that image of Mama Mary. Now, as we continue along today on this um, beautiful feast day of our Blessed Mother, as well as New Year's, I want to go to a song with Sarah Hart, and it's from a beautiful project um, that she has through Oregon Catholic Press. Um, Sarah is one of the OCP artists, and it's a project called On This Winter's Eve. And the song that I want to share with you is entitled What Love Has Done. And when we consider the love of God our Father, that beautiful overshadowing of love of God through the power of the Holy Spirit as Mary conceived and bore the Christ and the love that entered the world through Mama Mary's yes, our world was changed because of love, love of God for humanity. And instead of leaving us to our own devices, he came to us. God here on this earth out of an incredible act of love to come and take on our human flesh as the baby Christ, as the son of God and son of Mary, and then to give his life for us. So that act of love that began in the beauty of an infant child grew up and gave us the greatest act of love as he gave his life in atonement for us. So this title, What Love Has Done, is perfect for this time of Christmas and this time of New Year and looking forward. From Sarah Hart, What Love Has Done. Oh, that 
Thank you, Sarah. There's such a beauty in the the way that she approaches lyric and music, and uh, and I'm grateful that she was introduced to us through OCP. So. Um, again, at that link of WeSingOurFaith.org, learn more about Sarah Hart and her music. Now, as we continue along today, I want to share one more from my repertoire, and it's the song From Mother to Mother. And this one started just simply as a prayer. As I watched my own children grow into adulthood, and as the world pressed in on them in so many ways, and watching them navigate this world And knowing that they needed an intercessor, knowing that they needed someone with a mother's heart, not just my heart as their mother interceding for them, but a mother above all moms, our blessed sweet Mama Mary, Mother of God, Mother of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And as I would ask Mama Mary to intercede for my, as I lovingly call them, my adults, they're my children, but they're adults. And knowing that Mama Mary would indeed pray along with me and for me and for them and take the intentions of a mother's heart through her own mother's heart deep into the heart of her sacred son, I knew that these prayers would be answered. And one by one by one, they have been. And again, as my beautiful family members have navigated life in the grace that is offered them through the beauty of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, through the intercession of his mother. These are beautiful people. And the way that they love our Lord, the way that they live their Catholic faith is truly, truly just beautiful to witness as a mom watching my adults, my adults raise their children now in the faith. It's a beautiful thing. So I want to share with you the song that many years ago I wrote as a prayer and to watch that prayer's grace unfold. The song is entitled, From Mother to Mother. Mother Mary, full of grace, would you help me please? Guide my daughter to the heart of Jesus. Evil in the world is coaxing her away. Thank you. 
hot, enticing. Darkness of sin tugs at his soul, and he needs grace. From mother to mother, I know you know my heart is true. Blessed Mother. I thank her on a daily basis, knowing that as I lay my head on my pillow at night, I place my cares and concerns into her most capable hands. Those capable hands that cared for the infant baby. Those capable hands that took care of Jesus and Joseph in their home in, in Nazareth. Those capable hands that uh, that made the meals and, and prepared the, the household for them. Those capable hands that took care of baby Jesus as he grew into a little boy and into a young man. Those capable hands that teach us to fold them in prayer to our Heavenly Father. Those capable hands who love us so, so much. But during this time of Christmas, during this octave of Christmas, and as we celebrate the beautiful feast day of our, of our blessed mother, mother of God and our mother, those beautiful hands that I can just envision again in Bethlehem as she held that baby, as she cared for that baby. And on that beautiful silent night, when the world held its breath as the savior was born, ah, what an incredible, what an incredible vision to keep in our mind's eye. And so now I want to go back to one more with Jamie Teton and the, the beauty of the way that she approaches this tender song, Silent Night. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is Tender 
beautiful woman of faith and uh, what a great joy for Jamie and her husband Pete that this is their first Christmas with their daughter and the joy of their family expanding in such a beautiful way that they are no longer a family of just a couple but a family with a daughter and what a great joy that is to see them celebrating as family and uh, and in no small way those beautiful answered prayers um, so just a wonderful, happy, merry Christmas and happy New Year shout out to them as well. And now I want to go to one more with Kitty Cleveland. There is a beautiful project that she's done, Hail Holy Queen. And it's all of the songs of Mama Mary that are Kitty's favorites. And there is something about this woman's voice and just the, the love that she has for Mama Mary. And the way that she speaks of that love, the way that she gives her witness around the country when she does her events, and the beautiful way that she came to connect with our Blessed Mother. And this one, um, in no small way, has very much impacted my life. Because as Kitty came to this beautiful, um, deeper relationship with Mama Mary, she had reached out to me and she said, would you just read this book, 33 Days to Morning Glory? Just read it. Um, it was such an impact in her life. And as I read the book, and not just read the book, but did the, the study of it, which is a 33-day preparation for Marian consecration. And really what that means is that we consecrate our life and we ask our Blessed Lady in a very particular way to take over our concerns. We say when we consecrate our life to Mary, we literally hand over those things to her that we feel are out of our control. 
We consecrate the joys of our life to her. We consecrate our sorrows. We consecrate every part of our life and we hand them to her. She who is queen of heaven and earth, who is mother of savior, mother of God, mother of our hearts. Um, I mean, she is the most perfect apostle of Jesus. And if we can't look to her and ask her intercession, then we don't need to ask anyone's intercession, right? Which is crazy. We need to ask for prayer in those times of our life when we cannot do it for ourselves. And that beautiful consecration to Mary teaches us to let go, to let go and let her take us by the hand. She who is loved so much by God to take anything into those cares and concerns. And then we know that she who gave birth to the Christ, she who spent her life as this perfect and first apostle of Jesus certainly has her place in heaven, the queen of heaven and queen of earth. And so that project hail Holy queen had such a great impact in so many ways and so many lives. So it, it only makes sense that on a feast day like today, we include the title track, Hail Holy Queen. So wherever you are listening today, let a burden down, let it go, hand it into the most capable hands of Mama Mary, letting her take it to her most sacred son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. From Kitty Cleveland, Hail Holy Queen.
of the other prayers of our Catholic faith that is so absolutely beautiful is that simple prayer, the Hail Mary. And I want to just, in a very um, meaningful and mindful way, pray that with you today during this episode. And it begins very simply, Hail Mary, full of grace. Those simple five words, Hail Mary, full of grace. Basically, what that means is, hi, Mom. Hi, Mama Mary. Do you have a minute? You know, when we say Hail Mary, we're just asking for her to pause and listen to us for a minute. And then we acknowledge that she is full of grace. How could our Savior come into the world taking on human flesh if this person chosen by God was not perfect? She who was full of grace from the moment of her conception was the perfect vessel for that overshadowing of the Holy Spirit who would conceive and bear the Christ. So she who is full of grace, and what would that grace do in her life? What would that grace be in her life? Well, that grace would allow her that from the moment she conceived and began that pregnancy, she would utilize that grace given to her by God to, to manage it, right? Knowing that had Joseph put her out, if he didn't believe that this child she was carrying truly is the son of God, that she would be stoned to death. She had her faith because of that grace. And then to give birth, not in the comfort of their home in Nazareth, but as was preordained by God in Bethlehem, what good could come from Bethlehem, the Savior of the world? Bethlehem was where he was to be born, and by no coincidence, laid in that manger, and as we've spoken in previous episodes, that word manger, mandukate, take and eat, pointing toward that beautiful Eucharistic life, but without that fullness of grace within her, how else would Mary have managed that life fleeing into Egypt so that her son would not be killed by Herod, coming back and watching him grow into his adulthood and for three years to give the world everything it needed and ultimately to watch him suffer and die before he would then be raised on the third day. She who was full of grace. Hmm. Wow. Those three little words have such a meaning that we can learn from as we seek a life in grace. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. God chose her before time began to be the woman with whom he would have this most intimate and perfect union that she would conceive by the power of the Holy Spirit and give birth to the Christ, the fruit of her womb, Jesus Christ. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. And we reply, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners. Pray for us, for whom your Son suffered and died. Pray for us who reach out to you, even though 
We do so with such an audacity. How can we, even knowing that we are responsible for what happened to your son? But pray for us, Mother, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And never once in all the millennium has she ever said no to a suppliant child who came to her and said, Mother, please help me. Please take me deeper as you know him best into the heart and into the perfection of your son, Jesus Christ, who you shared with the world. That beautiful prayer is the Ave Maria. And me, your host today, Julie Carrick, have the privilege of singing this for us. The beauty of the Ave Maria is simply that prayer, the Hail Mary. It reminds us in such a tender and and meaningful way that we do ask the mother of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our mother, mother of God, to pray for us and to hold us fast in her heart, but not letting us stay there, but moving through her immaculate heart and into the perfect sacred heart of her son who loves us so much that he took on human flesh through the perfection of Mary to be our mother as well, right? 
Oh my goodness. It is that time. The song that is going to take us to the top of the hour is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. And this is going to be sung for us today by Jamie Teton. The beauty of her voice, the magnificence of this song, reminding us that yes, we are still in the Christmas season. Those trees had better still be up. And all of the beauty that reminds us of how much God loves us, that he came to be with us. The word of God made flesh, incarnate in our world, to be for us the Lamb of God, bringing us home to him someday. And the angels sing his praise, and we sing along with the angels in this beautiful and triumphant
Thank you, Jamie. Again, everyone from me, your host, Julie Carrick, everyone here at Carrick Ministries Foundation and through all of the radio stations around the country who air the program, we just want to say a beautiful, happy, blessed, and and joyous new year to all of you. And until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Celebrating 2,000 years of truth, this is the Guadalupe Radio Network, radio for your soul. From the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 10 through 11, the angel said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you who is Messiah and Lord. As we celebrate this Christmas season, bring love and joy to all the people because our Savior is born. I'm David Magianis with the Guadalupe Radio Network, and I wish you and your family a Merry Christmas. This is Bishop Andrew Cousins, Chair of the National Eucharistic Revival, with this month's Eucharistic Moment. Pope Benedict wrote that a Eucharist which does not pass over into the concrete practice of love is intrinsically fragmented. When we receive our Lord, it should grow our love both for Him and for our neighbor. As our heart is conformed to Jesus' heart, our heart must also break for what breaks His heart. We see the needs of the poor, the marginalized, and brokenhearted, just as Christ did. We begin to stand up for the vulnerable and weak because love demands justice and justice requires mercy. We even learn to love our enemies. Does the Eucharist push you into concrete practices of love in your family, at work, and in your community? Can people tell you receive our Lord by the way you love? Jesus is given for us so that we might be given for Him.